time, it's a time, the first podcast since we got live. Oh, yeah. And we heard how much we suck at doing audio. Yeah, everyone's, the results are in. No one can hear us. Not so hot. And I think I figured out a new way, though. Mm-hmm. And if I'm over here, it'll be fine. Yeah, it's perfect. And then you just talk the way you talk. All retarded? Oh, excuse me. Oh, Not very here PC. we go. The fun police, they come and take away your podcast. So, uh, we have our first sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Holy Shodcast. Oh yeah, I guess we should say what we're doing first. My name's Ryan Schlegel, this is Ryan Holyoke. That is my name. And that is right, Ryan Holyoke. You brought it up first. <laughs> yes, uh, well, full disclosure, we are employees of our, <laughs> of our sponsor. Uh, Inside treatment! Yes, Breaking Bingo. Come and check us out. It's bingo. It's free to play around town in Salt Lake City, Utah, and Seattle. Um, it's free. It's fun. Win prizes. Maybe cash money. Uh, me, Ryan Holyoke, I do Monday nights at the Tap Room at 8 p.m. Schlegel's laughing at me for being a freak, I think. I was just going to say, to get his money, his money's worth, maybe next time he should write the copy instead of just us doing improv style mm. of, it's a bingo, and it's around town. And it's pretty good. He said and that it, by way of sponsorship, he's buying our drinks. So. <laughs> so fuck it. This is what he gets. He can go for the gold package, which is a <laughs> nothing but every Michelob five words gold. we bring up. <laughs> That's all we need. No, Jesse's great. He's doing raking bingo around town. We are participants. Like you were saying, you do it at the wonderful tap room. On Mondays, and On you do. On Mondays, and I am at downtown SLC. Oh, shucks. That's oh, Yeah. For O'Shucks, 100 South Main Street, Tuesdays, 9 o'clock. And we have a hoot down there. And I know the people who go see you, they love it too. And we got a special deal just for our venues. If you come to Tap Room or O'Shucks for bingo and you mention the Holy Schlodcast, you will get one free card in addition to the two you already get. That's right. So that one listener we have, thank you, Jesse. This probably isn't going to help you, but... You could get a free card at your own bingo game if you want to, bud. So thank you for listening to the podcast. Breaking Bingo, all over town, Salt Lake City. Check us out on Facebook. Bingo! That's our tune. That's the tune he gave us. He wrote it down for me to say it. Well, we're having a little bit of a time crunch. I need to get going. Um, I'm actually dressed up like Malcolm Reynolds from the Firefly uh, thing. And it's appropriate because guess what? There's an episode about... What's that? They rob a... I don't know what you're talking about. What's tonight's theme? <gasps> That's right. Firefly. No, I mean the podcast's theme. Our podcast. I thought you were talking about your quiz. Yeah. No. Oh. Anyways, Our trains. Trains. We're, we're peeking out in the red zone. All right. Since everyone gave us so much shit about the volume, we're trying to be super loud as fuck. Uh, and, uh, I'm peeking out in the red zone. Peeking out in the I red think, zone. All right, there we go. So everyone just fucking relax. I, know, it's I was going to try to keep the swears to a minimum just in case my grandpa ever listened to this, but fuck it. God damn. Sorry, Pep Pep. It's 2016. People swear. Sorry, Peppers. No time for the unfucks and the unshits. We love <laughs> you so much, but we're going to go ahead and use the potty language. That's where we're living in. But I am going to tell his stories because we're talking about trains tonight. That's right. Today's podcast, tonight's, either way, anytime Whatever. you listen to this, Whatever whenever you, you feel like listening to this, we're talking about trains because it's a very exciting night for myself because I am going on a long wanted train trip, my friend. I have not, uh, I've been wanting to do this for some stupid reason for a while and I finally did it. I took the plunge. I got an Amtrak ticket to the big old San Francisco and I'm going to eat some of that Giardelli 
chocolate and some wharf crab. And some sourdough. Pizza, because I love that, or bread, or a loaf. Either way, it's sourdough. That's the way I'm going. But I'm not a sour boy over getting a train ticket. I'm very excited. I have a weird thing where I want to go. I want to get on that train. I want to see what it's like. Are there still like dining cars and whatnot? That's the thing. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, we do this podcast from the Salt Lake City Holy Schlake Studios, and I am getting on a train tonight. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Please, could we refrain from that? It's real. It's people. Now, I'm jumping on the train at 1120. And that means from Salt Lake City, I will arrive in San Francisco 17 hours later. And I'm very excited. What? Yeah, that's right. The train is a little slow. We'll get to that later. But I am going to San Francisco for a wedding, and I am using the train, Amtrak, to get there. And good thing that the uh, wedding's in San Francisco, because from Salt Lake City, there's only two places you can go. San Francisco and Chicago and anything Mm. in between. But that's it. But I've been wanting to do this for a while. I love them old trains. I love getting on that. I want to ride them trains. And so what I'm doing is I'm getting on one. And dining cars, they got them. They also have a cafe. They also got a bar car. They got all sorts of things on that train. Get on the train, train, and ride it. I have the Quad City DJs downloaded, and I'm only listening to Ride That that Train uh, and Dancing Like I Did in the Sixth Grade. Well, there's a couple other train songs. You need... um Downbound Train, Bruce Springsteen. One of my favorites is Whiskey Train. Who is the person who does Whiskey Train? I gotta look that up. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, of course, Crazy Train. Crazy Train, and I'm going to be on a Crazy Train. I'm very excited. I, I don't know why. I I I figured that like planes quick and actually cheaper. <laughs> the plane would actually be cheaper uh, to go. It's only take an hour and a half, two hours to get to the Bay Area from Salt Lake. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I like seeing this stuff. I like seeing that desert. I'm a big fan. In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, not seeing a damn thing. <laughs> also, I, re- I was like, I like that, uh, you know, when I do see it, when it's not in the night, I like just seeing uh, stuff. And what do I do anyway? I sit around and watch stuff. So why not do that on a train? You know? I think the real reason is that your likelihood of being in a fatal accident on a train is much higher. Oh, I really have no fear of planes. I don't like landing. Landing's not the I'm most I'm saying fun. you want the trains likelier to have an accident. And oh, yeah. And you're happy Especially about when I take over and uh, crash that thing. Right? <laughs> right into the deck. Make sure to release this afterwards. So oh, yeah. Get... Sorry. <laughs> he did it because of his... <laughs> Procol Harum. What is it? Procol Harum? Oh, Procol Harum. They had another song. Yes, they had Whiskey Train. They had Whiter Shade of Fail. rad. Whiter Shade of Fail? It's just a guy getting drunk off of whiskey. We'd play it, but we'd probably get sued. Mm-hmm. We already got busted by Kelsey Grammer. He came and knocked on my door and told me to <laughs> shut up. Go and knock on my door. Oh, that's Come and kill me right now. Ryan, come to the door. That's the wrong sitcom. But it's, in, it's on TV, so we win in that Close point enough. as well. Ryan Holyoke, I'm very excited about taking the train. Have you ever wanted to take a train? Um, I've, I've. Yeah, what's your feeling on trains? I've, I like European trains. Yeah, that's that actually sounds so like hipster, but it, it really, uh, but you're right because it's way better than this country because Amtrak is the only real provider for at least out here in the West. And like I said, there's one route, and it's either everything in between San Francisco and San Francisco, or everything in between and Chicago. If you're going to San Francisco, take Asia seventeen hours <laughs> and sit and do nothing and reflect why you did this. Drink until you get kicked off of the train. <laughs> well, that's the interesting part. I don't know how that whole system works. Is there a brig? 
There is wow. A I brick probably, car. I think they just toss you off. <laughs> I'll be out in fucking. I'll be in Love Lock or something. They'll just be like, "You're done, bud. Get off." So my grandpapa, well, the one thing I want, the main thing I want to talk about trains. Yeah. He was a dispatcher for Union Pacific from 1940. Six or oh so. Oh my god! Until you kept saying before the podcast, you're like, "I want to get my peppers on this," and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds cool." I mean, just like what the experiences? Mm. That is rad. I forgot you. To- you've told me that before. Yeah. That is amazing. He retired from UP uh, many years ago, but the main story I wanted to tell. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're talking about a turn. We didn't really talk about. It. I think people know what trains are, so we don't really need to explain that. Uh, so what they are is they're uh, a foam uh, insular with metal, and then they have <laughs> wheels that are connected to a track. We'll get into that later. No time for that fiddle faddle. Look it up on the wiki. The main thing I want to talk about, Mike Pep Pep. He was a dispatcher on UP in Vegas. So what does that mean, dispatcher? He sat in the office. And this is actually great. When he started, he was it was telegraphs, so Morse code, beeping and bopping, uh, back and forth. And he said, "This is how they got notes to each other from the trains to the dispatchers because there were dispatch stations every now and again, uh-huh. and the trains would blast by them. And there were these, he said, bamboo hoops, and they would just chuck notes <laughs> what? into them to transfer knowledge. Uh, hey, sweet bees." I don't know. What would they would? They would say that sweet bees. Sweet bees. Um, well, the first story he said about the hoops, he said that on the rails there were these signals, they were red or green. Mm-hmm. And if the train, if the engineer saw red, he had to stop. But they got a mess, they got a, from the fucking bamboo hoop, they heard from through the grapevine. Where's this bamboo coming from, I, by the I, way? That was a good, well, they, it was after World War II, they were probably flush with it. Hey, <laughs> we got nothing but this bamboo, let's hoop it and give it to the train boys, they'll do something with it. Sorry, I had to stop myself from saying a bunch of things. Uh, <laughs> anywho, so what? Is, so the train. Uh, so this guy, he's called a oh shit section foreman, and he goes out there and checks it cool out, man. and he sees that it's just like a, some flaw. Like there's nothing wrong. There's just all the things are going red. So rather than making these trains stop at every red light mm-hmm. and then go 15 miles an hour to the next mm-hmm. the foreman says i'll just hop on my rail car which is a car with uh, fucking you know wait the train seesaw wheels. thing that's it was the 40s version of that so it actually had an engine but yes okay. you're that's exactly what i said to my grandpa he said shut up you dumb idiot it's not yeah. fucking cartoons you idiot <laughs> and then you're like oh i better not swear in my podcast even though uh, yeah. i just said fuck gave you. over gave it up a bit ago but anyway so uh the foreman would escort the train through this red area because uh-huh. he knew it was clear, so they could go 35 miles an hour uh-huh. and not have to stop. But uh, my grandpa got messaged later that he's like, "We need an ambulance at this section. The rail car got smashed up." What? So the guy had been following or uh, escorting trains at 35 miles an hour. But whatever caused the lights to go red stopped, so the lights went back to green, and a train traveling 85 oh miles an hour, 85 miles an hour, plowed into this rail car with like eight dudes on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and miraculously, they all survived. Miraculously. Miraculously. Is that what I said? I don't know. I just Casablanca's? Casablanca's. <laughs> and my grandpa um, had to go to the investigation. There was like the rail police. Why and- didn't we have him... Skypes in or something where we could have recorded this story. This because if I tried to explain any of those words yeah, to him, it would be too much. We could probably get him to call. God, I want to hear this man's story. So should we? We should be rapping with him. I know I considered recording it, but it happened so impromptu that I didn't. Well, if you ever have a chance, my friend, you should record it because I think we should do a part two. I'd like to do me pre-train 
and then post train mm. because uh, I could give you the info on what it's like and what my experience is. Right now, I'm a, I'm a fresh. How about this? Because I don't think we could get him on. I don't think I think that would be too confusing. Okay. We could submit questions to him, follow up questions. Either Ooh, I like that idea from our listener. <laughs> Singular. Singular. Or uh, Schlagas. Any questions you have? Well, it'd be a Morocco Mor- Morocco <laughs> if we got more than one listener, and I can't wait to have that happen. Um, I think we... I'd love to ask some questions for him, because I'm going to be on that train. i got to have nothing but time to think about this stuff. Should I tell the big story? Or There's you a big to, story? Do you have other things? No, I got nothing. I'm not even on the train yet. What's the big story? I just wondered... If, I don't want to just talk for 20 minutes. Well, you're doing fine. I'm gonna. I got plenty of uh, fiddle faddle. I'll, I'll jump in where I need to, man. Ew, like the caramel popcorn thing. I literally have plenty of fiddle faddle, so I'm just eating that while you go ahead and talk. No, tell me what you. What's the big story? Get to it. Actually, the other one I don't remember all that well. So, <laughs> no. But I was. He gave me three stories. Hold on here. I don't want to talk over you mm. because I got the big story. So go ahead. You tell you something. No, no. You go. You go. You go. Nah, 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 nah. You go. I got the big story. You, you go. Okay, I'll go. I have no idea what I was going to say. That's like a nice mix between uh, our Guido Duck and our Trumps. Uh, I only have two voices. I got my. I says, "All right, go." What were you going to say? I got really excited the other night because you're doing Trump and you're just so good at it and I'm just no. so mad. I forgot that I have what rhymes with Trump. Gump. You got that gump. So we could do Forrest Trump. We could do. Listen, Forrest, you're a big friend of mine. You're a big, huge success. You've got the smiley face. I'm a big fan of that. Huge success. What are you talking to me, brother? You do Donald Trump voice, but quote Forrest Gump. Jenny, listen to me. I'm telling you, life is a box of chocolates. I am telling you right now, these are great chocolates. You're going to love these chocolates. I've never lied. These are great chocolates. I'm a big fan of these. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, I'm telling you, you got no legs. I'm telling you right now, no legs. You got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. Mexicans aren't bringing their best over their border. They're bringing criminals, rapists, and I guess maybe some of them are okay. I don't know. <laughs> I never sniffled on that debate. <laughs> Did you see the the supercut? I but I like the I listened to it via radio. That's because I'm living uh, in the train world apparently, where I'm in the 40s. But the sniffling on radio came through. Insane. I can only imagine. And then he just comes out at the end. I didn't sniffle. <laughs> <laughs> never happened. I'm telling you. Never. I never once sniffed once. I'm telling you right now. The 80s were a rough time. <laughs> trying to think of one more. Oh, we can do this. It's going to be a recurring segment. Okay. Forrest right. Trump. Forrest Trump, the Donald, new hot game Donald from Gump. Donald Gump, the new hot game from Holy Schlodcast. Patent pending. Uh, Go see Breaking Bingo. So I'll tell the story. Or you were about to say something. Play Bingo, brah. Um, yes. No, I don't have a story. You had the big story. You were avoiding so the big awesome. story. So he had told me the story before. And, you know, of course. So have we established there's a story that we're going to get to? There's a story. There's a story. Looky chicken, he's such a good boy. I was boy. trying to remember that Daniel Johnson song, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. Uh, what's cool this about it? the one that goes, it's Joy true. Without Pleasure. The song's about premarital sex. Do you remember mm, that song? I don't. That's a great one. So, 
It's Thanksgiving, 1966. My, mm. my pet pep is dispatching. In fact, at this time, I think he was the assistant chief dispatcher mm-hmm. for the Las Vegas area. He is gets word that there are two streamliners heading his way from Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, I'm sorry, are we in Salt Lake City right now? Yeah, and I said, the trains came from there? He's like, well, they had to. If you're going to California by way of anywhere, you went through Salt Lake, went through Vegas, got to California. So he said, there's two sections. I'm like, what's the section? He says, don't you know anything about trains? And I said, why do you think I'm asking you? Come on, Gramps. I love you so much, but you got to know I'm a dumb idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, a section is just a chunk of train. A certain number of... Like a car? Or uh, no, a like certain, multiple cars? Yeah, multiple cars. Way, a certain number of just engines. Just dropped cars like I knew exactly. Yeah. I was like very confident with that. But very cool. Not, so you, a section of cars is a couple... Is just a chunk of engines and cars. Okay. And he said the first one was like four diesel engines and about 18 cars or so. He's going to call me and just, just write me out of the will. Because I'm probably getting all these details wrong. <laughs> Dumb idiot. Uh, and then another streamliner right behind it. Which it wasn't abnormal if there was a really popular time for trains. Uh, sorry, I got my Dick Tracy watch on. I'm getting notifications. Uh, it's my grandpa saying, uh, no good. Uh, he's telegraphing you. Right. He's, he's, his grandpa's in the room hucking bamboos. <laughs> so it's the hooks at him right now. I, mean, I didn't fight in the Pacific I Theater. I didn't fight in the Pacific. It wasn't bamboo. bamboo as oak, and I hate you as my grandson. Any who's it. The train behind it was just one diesel engine and one car, which is insane. Like, why? That's a that's a important package on that one car. You exactly. got to get that through. So he's working that night, and he sees this coming through from Salt Lake through Vegas into California. But then, uh, I can't remember what they're called now, the railroad police, special investigator of the railroad. I don't know. I could look at my notes, but I'm just going to wing it. Yeah, no time for he that. shows up and says, hey, dispatchers, I've got a note to meet that second streamliner five miles outside of Vegas and with a van and take somebody. Do you guys know what's going on? What? And uh, my grandpa said, no, I don't know. So the guy says, okay. And so the train stops. The second train, the smaller train, uh, stops five miles out of Vegas. This dude goes and picks him up in a van. Hours later, the guy comes back to the dispatch office and says to my grandpa, you're never going to guess who I just picked up in a van. Donald Trump. <laughs> you're never going to believe. I'm telling you, you're picking me up. I'm not going to that town. you got to pick me up in a special car. You'll never believe it. Sometimes it happens. You know what I'm talking about. Shit. Shit happens. Donald Gump. <laughs> I don't know much about trains, but I ain't stopping in no big city. <laughs> Howard Hughes. That's the big reveal. It was Howard Hughes, May later depicted as by Leonardo DiCaprio in the movie Aviator. The the Spruce Moose, right? Spruce Goose? Spruce Goose. Spruce Goose? Spruce Goose. I need Spruce Moose because I'm a Simpsons boy, you know? Mm. I can't help it. So Howard Hughes. So Howard Hughes paid special. For a streamliner, all the way to California, so no one would know where he was stopping, but had someone pick him up outside of Vegas, had enough sway to get the freaking police of the railroad to come and get him. And my grandpa asked the railroad cop, where do you where do you have you take him? And he goes, Desert Inn. Do you know what happened? He went missing after that. No. <laughs> he became a ghost. 
Inn. Well, kind of. No, he went to the Desert Inn that night. And oh, Desert he, Inn. I thought you said Desert End, like you're making some weird poetic. It kind of was because he okay. never left that hotel again. He went into that hotel, rented an entire floor. He was in it forever. Eventually, the hotel owners were like, you got to go. And so he just started uh, arrangements to buy the hotel <laughs> so he would never have to leave. And then he spent the latter years of his life, like as depicted in your fancy Simpsons episode, yep. complete recluse, shades drawn, doing business deals in the dark, refusing entry into his room, and then kicked the bucket. I thought he walked off. I thought the ending of Hughes was that he entered the, the, the future, The desert end. The desert end. What a perfect. It's the wave of the future. The wave of the future. So, well, I felt like that was a little anticlimactic. No, maybe, I think maybe it was, the, maybe I the think people today really don't cool know who because, Howard Hughes is. Well, first of all, if you don't look know, at that handsome devil. Look at that handsome man. If you're not looking up them Hughes, you're an idiot. All right? I'm telling you right now, you're big, dumb, wad of garbage. Why were we doing this earlier? There's like the big board. We've got Schlegel's massive screen right now hooked up to his computer. Died in route to Hugh. Texas, my man. Wow, so that was 10 years after he went to the Desert Inn. Death. Dr. Jack Titus. That is an amazing name. Jack Titus. It's when you J you your D too much, you get Jack Titus. A subsequent <laughs> autopsy recorded kidney failure is the cause of death. What's this? Mor oh, yeah, the Mormon will. Wait, what? Look at his state. Approximately three weeks after Hughes' death, a handwritten will was found on the desk of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Salt Lake City. The so-called Mormon will gave $1.56 billion <laughs> to various <laughs> charitable organizations. Nearly bop, 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 bop. We should, probably should have read this before. Oh, my God. I think our next show, I think we got to do one on Howard Hughes. Holy crap. He's such an interesting guy. I mean, that's why our main man, the Scorsese, sweet boy, did the whole movie on him because he's such a fascinating guy. Why is it that I have no crippling abilities besides uh, inability to lose uh, 350 pounds? And Breaking news. What? There is a live bird stuck between the window panes in my wife's room. She needs my help. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a national emergency. We will be calling in the National Guard on this. We have a live bird next to Brooke what Mingo. She is dying, maybe. Do we have? Is she alive? She's fine. The bird is bird. Not so hot. We're not looking at maybe a live bird by the end. I honestly of the day. don't have time. I gotta go do this quiz, ladies and gentlemen. That is six minutes until Holyoke has to go. What are we gonna do, bud? What are you gonna? How are you? You can't do anything about it. God, this Call is like this is like rescue. my reaction is gonna be captured on this recording forever. Just text her. Watch Birdman and see if anything comes up. <laughs> Three hours of insane drumming <laughs> see and if long that, shots. See if that comes up with any hints to what to do. She's sensitive to the birds. She saw one stuck in an abandoned building flapping around. You know that, like, I think it was, remember it was Jazz or something on State Street? Yes, that building. Yeah, it was stuck in there. And I said, I don't know if this will make you feel any better, but imagine in New York City, that's probably happening in literally every building. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, don't worry, that bird's just the living embodiment of the musical genre of jazz. <laughs> Might as well be. Uh, well, Holyoke, it looks like you should probably take care of this bird thing. We might be... I mean, I, do we even get to... Well, we, oh, we got 20... When was, we you started... There was like nine minutes oh, on the yeah. clock. God, it's going to be great to listen to this last part. Well, it's a lot of us figuring out our lives and not doing so. Well, come on, sometimes birds wedge themselves between panes of glass, and you got to figure it out. True. Well, <gasps> talk panes, trains, and 
Slaughter mobiles. That's what's going to happen when we call in the thing to come kill that bird. You know what I mean? <laughs> Brooke, don't worry. I got it covered. The slaughter mobiles on its way. Let's going to go ahead and kill that thing right now. No, we hope that bird gets out of there. Are you, what are you, you're not going to do anything about it, are you? I don't have time. Sorry, Brooke. I know you're listening to this right now saying, I'm dealing with this yeah, fucking bird. Yeah, you're dealing with the aftermath of the aftermath of the aftermath of that bird. Whenever mm. this is this post... Broke will be like, yeah, this piece. Of, and we'll have an update on this for our next podcast. I'm I trying think. to think how a bird gets between two panes of glass in an old 100-year-old house. Pains. Well, I've always heard that if you believe in yourself, you can do anything. So I'll just text her. Use the secret. <laughs> Read the secret. The, the bird wanted this, and it fulfilled his dream. Is that what the secret says? Yeah, it says get in between two panes <laughs> of glass, wait for someone to help you, and call the police. Wait, so the bird read the secret? Oh, I thought that's what we were talking about. No, I know, but you said the secret is to get in between two. Oh, I, I was saying, you said, oh, I thought you were saying Brooke should okay. use this. Who's, oh, wait, I brought it up. Who's on first reading the secret, okay? <laughs> secret's on pain. The secret's on pain. Window pain. What drug is window pain? Uh, that's a drug. Is it LSD? Is that a drug? Or is it PCP? Is that a drug? They're both drugs. Excuse window me. pain. Uh, I only know one drug, and that is vaping. Sugar. What'd you say? Vaping. <laughs> Vape life. Vape life. Sorry, Brooke. I couldn't come help you. I had to talk about Sorry, Brooke. We're all out of luck over here, but we're having a great time, and that bird will hopefully sail to a better existence than it is right now. And let's just remind you that you are the wind beneath that bird's wings, mm. and it only got as far between the other peeling glass. Why did it get I there? Can fly. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I can fly high between two windows. I'm hot. What is that? Is that Arkell? Oh. I believe I can fly in between two panes of glass. I think about it every night and day. I landed here and I'm here to stay. I believe I'm going to die in between this panes of glass. Sorry, Brooke, it's a pain in the ass. Pain pun, pain pun, pain pun. Pain pun. Pain pun. Brought to you by Breaking Bingo. That's it for us this week. We love every single one of you. Don't forget to check out that local Breaking Bingo in the Salt Lake area. Jesse, we love you so much. We love the fine bingo callers out there. Holyoke will be over at the tap room. That is in Sugar House, Salt Lake City, on Mondays starting at 8 p.m. And if you say you listen to this podcast, you get a free board. You come down to mine, which is at Oshucks, 9 p.m. Tuesdays. The same will go for you. I'm about to jump on a train. Holyoke's about, he's about to go do some business downtown at the tap. No, he's doing it at the Sugar House at the tap room. We will be back with another part two of trains because I know how amazing this one was. And I will report to you what it was like to be on that train as well as some questions from Grand Puppers. Jim. Jim? James Theo. James Theo? Huxtable. <laughs> you heard it here for, for your spree ball. <laughs> I'm going to get on the spruce goose and I'm going to go ahead and get between two panes of glass. Goodbye.